and welcome to episode 24 of the On a Family Basis podcast. My name is Jake, and let me unmute you, Dallas, because you are loud. I'm Dallas. And we are three cousins. This is started off with four, but we are down to three cousins. Talking about baseball, talking about what's going on in each other's lives. As a, as a personally, and since last week, we had a, a holiday weekend. We had a three-day weekend and Memorial Day weekend. So, what you guys do for the weekend, Ben? I know you went to a Cubs game uh, yesterday. So, how was that game? Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, WWE Day. And so, they were oh. giving them fanny packs <clears throat> with, with a picture of the championship on it. Yeah, I didn't end up getting one because you had to buy specific tickets in order to get those. Um, mm. So that sucked. But beyond yeah. that, it was a good time. I mean, you know, the first pitch I think was at twelve, and yeah. I was already pretty shit faced by ten. So mm. um, got started early. You know, got after it. Viv and Drew came over, and then we, yeah, we went to the game. And from what I can remember, it was a good time. I know the Cubs lost, but, you know, that's not unsurprising. Um, but, yeah, we just had bleacher seats, so we were just sitting on the bleachers. Uh, it was a beautiful day. It's hot. It was, like, high 80s. Yeah. No clouds. So the sun was just beating down on us all day, but it was, uh, it was a good time. Cool. Uh, Dallas, Dallas, what did you end up doing for uh, the weekend? Uh, we watched new season or volume of Stranger Things and the yeah. Obi Wan's, and did, we went to the cookout yesterday. Cool. cool. Yeah, I'm gonna say the uh, pretty much just the same thing outside of a cookout. Uh, so, does it end up watching all Stranger Things so far? Yep. Yeah, we did it all in one day. Yeah. That's a lot of TV in one day. Yeah, it was like seven hours, something like that. Yeah, it's like yeah. nine. Was it? There were nine episodes? No. Each, each, each episode is over an hour and ten minutes long at least. Somewhere like nice. an hour and forty. So, okay. yeah, it, t- okay. it took us two days. Uh, well, I guess we did. Uh, it was like a day and a half. Okay. 24 hours. Uh, ben, ben, what did you end up uh, doing besides the game yesterday? Did you uh, watch Stranger Things, Obi-Wan, something else? What did you do? Uh, no, I watched <clears throat> I watched the first episode of Stranger Things. We didn't watch, or I didn't watch anything beyond that. Uh, Hesu watched it all. Yeah. Um... I haven't watched Obi Wan yet. I'll wait until all of that comes out to watch it at one time. Otherwise, yeah, I don't really, I don't really remember. I don't know. I don't think there was anything special. Uh, obviously, basketball, but beyond that, not much. Yeah, yeah, it was a, a holiday weekend, but for some reason, it just. Uh... 
maybe because everything came out Friday, it just felt like a TV weekend. Mm. So, um, but yeah, so seems like pretty much everyone is watching Stranger Things and all that because there's part, uh, one particular song that went to number one on iTunes just because of that show. Mm-hmm. So I, f- I feel like a lot of people are watching that right now. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Um, but unlike that song, which everyone is listening to in the show with everyone watching it, the Chicago Cubs are freaking hit first base. It's one thing that's kind of hard to watch. I mean, really, ever since the first three weeks of the year, it's been kind of hard to watch. Ben was there for game one of the doubleheader against Brewers uh, yeah, on Monday. But the week before that, like I predicted, the Cubs played the Reds in Cincinnati, and then they played two games against the White Sox. I don't know if you guys remember, I asked us to predict what the record was going to be for that week. And Dallas and I both guessed 3-3, three and three, which they ended up doing that. And what I said was that we're going to split both series because they just can't get over 500. And that's what ended up happening. Um, and then Monday, so yesterday as for recording, but the, when this comes out Monday, two days before, they had that doubleheader against the Brewers and lost both. So back to business as usual. Now, I want to ask you guys this question. So I want to ask you guys, what's something encouraging and what's something that's more disheartening? So let's start with the good thing about the Cubs so far. What's more encouraging? Uh, the Cubs offense, I'm going to talk about the previous week, not against the Brewers, because the Brewers just you have a good pitching staff. But against the Reds and the White Sox, what's more encouraging? The offense going like 5.8 runs per game over that week, or Keegan Thompson and Marcus Stroman having uh, good starts against the White Sox? So when we did our rundown a couple weeks ago, I talked about how the ugly and the bad were both Schwindel and Wisdom. Uh, They had a pretty decent week last week. Um, And so that's, that is encouraging to see that, you know, they're hitting and it looks like the rest of the team is hopefully coming around. I mean, they they scored what, six runs at the the game I went to. Yeah. Um, Granted it was against, I think a rookie starter. I think we both had rookie starters making their debuts yesterday. Yeah, but, but all things considered, uh, you know, getting the start out of Strowman, that's what you kind of you, you expect. That's what you paid him for. That's what you want. Um, but Keegan Thompson's been a nice addition for us so far this year. So I would say overall him specifically is the thing that I'm most impressed with. Um, but I'm going to look glass half full and just be uh, excited and hopeful that the offense can uh, continue it. You know, obviously five, six runs a game is – ideal that would be great but it's also kind of unrealistic based on who we have but yeah right. i'll be optimistic yeah. i'll say the offense so dallas what do you think is it more encouraging that the offense seems to be scoring runs or 
people who we expect to pitch well actually pitch well. So is it more encouraging that the offense or is it more encouraging that starters are actually having good outings? I'd like to say the offense. It's nice to see the bats come around. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's just more encouraging. Of course, people are supposed to—they're supposed to do what they're supposed to do, right? So, like pitching, you're supposed to show up and pitch. Um, so, I guess seeing uh, the development on the offensive is always nice. I think that's much more encouraging. I don't. So, I think in the past couple episodes, we've talked about the pitching. And the starters being uh, below average is a nice way to say it, if not the worst part of the Cubs. I am more encouraged that starting pitching has been decent. The problem on the flip side is that they're scoring five, they scored 5.8 runs per game, but they're 500, which means. If their starters are doing well and they're scoring six runs a game, that means the bullpen is not performing well. So I'm encouraged that these starters are starting to turn around. So that's something we complained about as Cubs fans. So for them to put out some good outings, like yesterday, I actually wanted to talk about this real quick. So yesterday, we had a, a, a rookie starter in the second in the first game that Ben went to. His name is Matt uh, Matt Swarmer. And apparently his story is worth noting, just talking about starting pitching. Apparently in the COVID twenty twenty season, everyone was affected by it. But apparently his story is that to stay fresh and actually face minor league hitting. Because again, if you remember, 2020, they didn't even have minor league baseball. So to stay fresh in, as a minor league player, he pitched in adult leagues. And the quote the quote that he uh, came out with was, let me see if I can pull it up and find it. He said, I was facing guys that almost didn't have hair on top. I was just trying to find anywhere to play and just find live hitters. It was definitely different. And then to go out two years later uh, with a good slider, a good fastball as well, and to have a decent game out there, I think you only had one earned run. I'm encouraged that even... Rookie pitchers are doing something. Yeah. So. Absolutely. If yeah. So, and uh, I don't know if you guys saw his press press conference, but he does not come across as uh, a veteran, like talk, speaking to the media. But I mean, if you go from pitching to a you know adult leagues, and then two years later you're in the pros, maybe you won't sound like. Uh, of that, so yeah, it's a pretty yeah. decent, crowd. pretty cool, pretty cool, yeah. So, uh, but no, on the flip side of the encouraging part, I want to ask you guys a more cynical question as Cubs fans. So, what's more disheartening, discouraging that you've seen the past 
week plus from the Cubs. Is it losing two to Cincinnati, one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in baseball? And in one of those games, they give up 20 runs. Is it that? Or is it giving up late leads to the White Sox and then to the Brewers, which is more discouraging, losing to the Reds or the bullpen falling apart? What do you, what do you think, Ben? Uh, I'd say the bullpen falling apart. You know, you're going to lose games. I mean, that just happens. There's not, there's, you know, there's obviously not a baseball team that's ever going to go 0 and 162, right? That's just crazy. So, you know, you're going to lose games even to the Reds. You know, the worst place teams beat the first place teams. That's just the point of baseball. That's just kind of how it goes. Um, but when you're in the opportunity or you're in the position to either win, take the lead, or, or potentially keep the game, you know, tight at the end to give yourself a chance, you want that consistency and you need a good bullpen to do it. Um, and they certainly have not been able to um, accomplish that. Like you said, blew the leads against the, uh, the White Sox. And it just, it's a bummer. I mean, like, obviously their bullpen isn't great. There's, like, not Hall of Fame, you know, names coming out there. You're not trotting out more right. Rivera, But you still kind of – you have higher expectations than what they've uh, been able to deliver so far. So I'm going to say the, the bullpen. I mean, because even those, even those wins that you blow, I mean, those obviously add up. You know what I mean? And every team yeah. is going to – every team – at least once a year is going to score 20 runs and give up 20 runs. It just kind of happens. So that is just a weird outlier. But, um, yeah, I would say the the bullpen for sure, for me. Dallas, would you agree with that? Yeah, just because it was, it was against the Sox, and I feel like that's – like for as, as bad as the Cubs are, like you always – the fans always show up for the Cubs-Sox games. Right. And to uh, – yeah, I mean, just – to continuously fall behind and uh, it's a little disheartening, but I mean, then again, losing to the reds, like those, like those are the, those are the ones that you should consider easy wins. You know, like those are supposed to help your record. It's not supposed to, uh, right. not supposed to put series with the Cincy reds. So um, I, I would say that losing to the Sox like that is a slight, just a hair more disheartening, but you, you gotta, you gotta take the easy wins, you know? Like that's just, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very split on this because, as, I, I don't know what it's like to be a Cubs fan. Grew up as a Cubs fan outside of uh the city of Chicago, but here in the city or growing up around the city, those games, those series are big. Like those are bragging rights amongst your friends and family. So I would say it's it's disheartening coming from the city. But I would say it's uh, overall, I would say it's more disheartening that they lose the Cincy. And, and granted, since the Reds started off with only three, they were like three and like 20, or three and high teens, 20 losses. After they ended that bad run, they've had the third best record in the pros behind that. I think it's the Yankees and Dodgers. So they've been, they've been playing well. But I think, yeah, as you said, Dal, because I think you should win three or four. 
against the Reds. I mean, it's just my opinion overall. But being in this, living in in the South Side right now, man, it would have been nice to win two at nice. you know guaranteed rate. That'd be nice. At the G spot. Oh my gosh, I will not. I will not call that. But go Orgasm ahead. Stadium. Is that what you're calling it? Hey, whatever happens between those nine innings is my business. I, mean, I didn't know that's what people were calling it. I think that's hilarious. I approve. What? The G spot for guaranteed. G spot, not the orgasm thing. That's I just need that. I kind of think of that too. I'm not mad at either. I mean, Ben, you did just share it on the podcast, so apparently it's not just between you and the field. There you go. Yeah. So, kind of made it public. So yeah. this week, this week the Cubs, they started off on two, and we're recording on Tuesday before the third game of the series against the uh, Brewers. So they have four games. They play nine games in seven days, which I feel like should be illegal. Or wrong overall, or not allowed. Yeah, I'm just saying, if baseball games go four hours, right? They play two games. That's only an eight-hour work shift, bro. Um, um, don't don't. I'm I'm gonna meet you. Okay. I'm I'm all for the common man. Common man works eight-hour days. Oh god. For a nickel. For a nickel. And that that would be a good point if they were not practicing and playing before and after games, but I digress. This week, they play nine games in seven days, four against the Brewers and five against the Cardinals. So just like last week, doubleheaders we every get doubleheader on Monday, doubleheader, no, absolutely. You're saying doubleheader every day? No. Dude, you can get the whole season taken out in two months. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You Three need months. to have horrible baseball to watch. That'd be that'd be fun. I mean, it could be could be fun for a lot of home runs and stuff. But uh, anyway, so nine games in seven days. Four against the Brewers, five against the Cardinals. We know they've started zero two so far this year or this week. So, what do you guys expect the rest of the week to? Go? They have seven games left. What do you think the record record is at the end of the week? It'll be two and seven. They'll win two games. One okay. against each team and then lose the rest of them. So two and nine or two and seven total. But two and five from here on out. Hmm, man. It'll be a fun week, huh? It'll be something, yeah. And yeah, I'll see. Thursday, so Thursday or Friday. Yeah. That's true. You, Dallas, are you more uh, optimistic or pessimistic than two and seven? More optimistic, but I mean, I think mm. you just cut. Yeah, your audio is going out. There you go. Nope. Nope. Nah. There it is. Uh, yeah, good. Wow. Three and six. That's what I was saying. All right. So more optimistic, but not much. Slightly. So let's hope let's hope Dallas is more. Right well, yeah, yeah. Our track records of guessing women's soccer league teams don't be on my side. 
Well, I, I mean that that's just true. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with Dallas on this for the. I'm I'm just blindly wanting. I I just want them to win three games. That's <laughs> it. There's nothing else behind it. So can kind of move on from it. There we go. So the story of this past week, I don't know if you guys saw it, but Friday before the game, the Giants and the Reds were starting a weekend series. Before the game Friday, there was a lot of drama. And it kind of came out over the weekend what happened. So the first headline that came out was Tommy Fame slaps Jock Peterson. And that's it. Okay. And then over the weekend, it became very clear from both sides what happened, what led up to the slap before the game, and then the MLB suspended Tommy Pham for three games. Granted, those three games were only for the series, so he's not really suspended going forward. He just suspended for what's already happened. But... So he was suspended for three games over fantasy football drama and group texts and memes. And he slapped him over a disrespectful meme. So I want to ask, ask, ask you guys this. You guys have played in fantasy football leagues, right? You see that's right above my head, right over there? Right there. What is that? That is my fantasy trophy. That I've won three times in four years. So, yeah. Yeah, Jake. I know a little bit about fantasy (laughs) football. Let me tell you this. I have been the type of person, and you guys will know this, uh, having known me basically my entire life. I like to shit talk people. Yeah. You know? I'm an agitator. I like to get under people's skin. I like to annoy people. Um, And I've I've said some things that probably deserve, like, where I deserve to get smacked. But it's never happened, and so uh, obviously there's a line. There's a line somewhere. Uh, obviously, maybe they didn't have as good of a relationship with each other as you do with like most other people you're in a fantasy league with. You know, right. uh, from what I understand, it's probably like a big, big money league. Um, so they were like, "Hey, let's just get guys from around the league, throw in ten grand or whatever." I, I, I'm just making that number up. I don't know, but let, like, let's throw in. 10 grand, everybody plays. And, you know, when you start playing for high money like that, things do get uh, intense. I mean, if they were at a poker table and some, something like that happened, like, it would be understandable. Like, they're, you know, not understandable, but it would uh, – it makes sense because, you know, you're, when, mon- when money's on the line, things change. Things become different. And to quote Tommy Pham – and his initial remarks is now I'll state the quote. Now I actually say the whole quote just so you understand what how he's feeling about it. Even still, he said, "You're fucking with my money. Then you're gonna say some disrespectful shit." There's a code to this. I mean, I don't understand. There's so many unwritten codes about apparently everything. It's like somebody should yeah, just write yeah. it down. Write them down, codify it. That way, we have rules. Like if you if you if you call me a motherfucker, I get to slap you in the face. That's how, <laughs> right? 
or or whatever. I don't know, man. It's just it's crazy to me that I mean, is this the first time that they've seen each other since? The Cincinnati uh, in I I, I believe so. I believe okay, so. I they yeah, anything or anything. And, and they weren't friends like apparently. before this, apparently. Yeah, I can tell because <laughs> I mean, shit got I mean, things got escalated, you know. Let's be fair. Actually, if it was a friend, and you're competitive, I mean, I've punched some friends before over video games. You could doubt some face with the N64 controller. True. I mean, I've seen it with I my mean, own eyes. I mean, he has it coming. <laughs> he didn't not. I mean, we're playing No Mercy. You don't have it not coming. I I, I don't remember this. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but what happened? Oh my brother. Dallas, did you dentist remember? Yeah. That's how I got the chip. Just chip tooth. <laughs> I did yeah, not that was the same know day. That. Jake, that was Just... the same day. So I was living on Marshfield at the time in Homewood, right behind Willow. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember, but we had that front porch. It was like the tiniest little porch, but there was like four stairs going up. And so it was super <laughs> snowy that day. And our parents, all four of our parents just left us together. Hey, first mistake. It wasn't bright. Second, we were doing wrestling moves off of the balcony, like the porch area on top of each other. I think Dallas maybe hit you too hard. So you got mad. Later on in the evening, that's all it took. That's all <laughs> so it took. It's, his, it's his fault. Jake didn't need 12 hours to cool down. Jake apparently needed, I don't know, forever to cool down. Because he was going <laughs> to get his comeuppance one way or the other. Yeah, and it just so happened, you know, you're playing playing N64, things get heated, people, you know, competition, baby. And one thing leads to another, and for the first time in our lives, Dan and I weren't fighting, and we're sitting there like, uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. How do we how do we handle this situation on the other side? Oh, the turntables. You're like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Good times. Good times. <laughs> I, I don't remember that, but I certainly remember, I mean... There was a an occasion where someone was talking a lot of crap while I was playing a game I'd never played before, which was Halo. I was playing Halo for some reason, and I started punching this guy. Now, oh. you guys all know who this is, but I just want to say it on this. But is talking smack... <laughs> Don't say it on here, please. Let's not let's not air this. Yo, he's not so, listening. He doesn't watch this shit. Either way, well, let's not bring it. If it's a fight between us, that's fine. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm he not sure. What... Without saying any names, I have also wanted to punch him. A lot. <laughs> oh, so it's fine. It's understood, and he's wanted to punch me multiple times as well. I'm sure. All right, so that's kind of the question I wanted to ask is because we're talking about fighting over video games and all this nonsense. Why, and maybe this is a deeper question, maybe it's not, it's that why is it that something as frivolous or kind of as a game like fantasy football or a video game, why does that, why does that rise to that emotional level? Because with people who don't have never experienced fantasy football, 
or video games in the same room as other people. Nowadays, you're online, so you can't punch someone. But back then, you were with each other. What is it about that competitive, like, back and forth, talking smack? What is it about that that makes it, like, kind of uh, a, a fertile ground for a fight? Competition. It's like Benny was saying. Competition, man. And then somebody's rubbing it in your face that you're not doing well. You're like, you yeah, know what? And then, yeah, I mean, I know you guys know this, obviously. It's just one of those things when you're, like for me, in my own head, I already know I'm losing. And I already know I'm not <laughs> playing well. I don't fucking need you to tell me that right. I'm not playing well or right. that you're beating me. Like, I already know. But I'm saying, <laughs> on the same side, I was the one who was like, you suck at this game. You're terrible. You're the worst person ever. <laughs> You should, you know, just dump all your players to free agency and quit the league. Just leave. Just retire. <laughs> yeah, just just hang it up. Um, so I get being on both sides of it. But, yeah, I think just if you're a competitive person by nature, right, and, and some people just aren't, right? Some people can just play video games like Animal Crossing or something where you just have tasks to do and you go. And that's and great for them. And that's right. it, right. And that's, and that's what you like and that's your thing. But if you're playing a competitive game against other people, especially – if you're in a room with someone, like if, if it was just, you know, two of us playing, fine. But then when your buddies are there or your cousins are there and you're all egging each other on and it's getting more heated, especially the way that we grew up being as like physical and combat, you know, and combative sometimes as we were and, and doing different stuff like that. It just, it just happens. I think it's just one of those things that um, if you have like a competitive streak, and you kind of, at some point, you have to have like a, not an aggressive streak, but kind of like the same, they have to be running kind of parallel to each other, where you have like a little bit of like craziness and then also like super competitiveness. And then when those two things kind of collide in an environment where there's other people, because I'm sure it wasn't just Jock Peterson making fun of Tommy Pham. Like if this isn't a group chat, there's other people egging you on it or, or laughing at them. And that's just building, you know, that just builds into the, I don't know if it's embarrassment or, or I don't know the situation, like if Jack Peterson beat Tommy Pham or what, I don't even know what it was about, what they were mad about. But I just know that when you get in a room with somebody like that, or you get thing and then, and then the competitive juices start flowing and people start saying stuff and laughing and it, it just builds. And then you just get mad and yeah. some people can get mad and they can deal with it. Like, okay, I'm going to walk away from the situation, whatever. Some people, you know, slap the shit out of the other guy, and and there you have it. Like, you know, it's just one of those things. I get it? I I stop. I I can't play. Yeah, because I get mad. Like Marty beat me, and oh, and I I practiced and you know, for like three. Years. I was so fucking angry. He kept beating. I was trying. And he just kept beating, and he was just laughing. And I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, I mean, and you, and you handle things so normally. That's anyway. great. So yeah. I can totally see how that went. Oh, that probably a, you probably shook hands like gentlemen afterwards and walked walked to your separate rooms and said, "Good day, sir." I don't want to play this one anymore. I'm good. Yeah, let's let's try something else. You know, this game's boring. This game sucks. Let's play something else. That was the immediate when I'm getting my ass kicked. Dude, this game sucks. This game's boring. Let's play something <laughs> Yeah. Let's play baseball or something. So just, just, for, just for information's sake, apparently some of the details about why he, what angered 
Tommy fan to slap Jock just for the sake of knowing it is apparently Jock Peterson in his league. One of his players was injured, and but he was ruled out, not injured, but out. And he put the uh, someone who was out on the injured reserve or the injured list, and then picked up someone else from free agency to do that. Point being is that. That's legal, but it's not. It's the unwritten rule that you don't do that. Okay. Tell me, so it's not just that. But then apparently, Jog Peterson also sent a meme to other. He he said he has uh, friends from the Padres. He sent it on this group chat. He sent a meme to the Padres who were at the time. So this was last fall. Yeah. The Padres were crumbling as a team. Did, yeah, didn't make the playoffs. So Doc Peterson, as with as Ben would agitate, Doc Peterson sent a meme that was like three uh like weightlifters or I don't know, someone throwing a heavy bag in the air over their heads. And the meme was that the Padres threw it over their heads and it landed on them. Like, kind of, the joke was that they were, like, hurting themselves and they were playing bad down the stretch. And this is his way of making fun of his own friends. But Tommy Pham was on the group chat. And Tommy, Tommy Pham did not like someone making fun of his team losing. So See, uh, there is no quicker way of alienating yourself or making you not want, making you be one of the guys that people don't want to hang with, other than not taking a joke. First of all, terrible joke, bad meme in general. Terrible. The fact that we can even get mad about memes yeah. is a that it's a thing is ridiculous. But I also think yeah. in like seventeen hundreds, if Napoleon was you know throwing shade at the U.S., slot you know sliding some memes through like. Telegram. Carrier pigeons and shit like that. That would have been fire. If he just drops a letter on Jefferson's door and he's like, "What up, bitch?" You know, and Jefferson's (laughs) like, "Oh, this mother." You know, that would have been cool. But dude, you get so butt hurt about something so silly. Like, I get if you're competitive, right, and you don't like losing, and that's fine. And you're losing in real life, which is your actual job. Right. Right. Keep getting annoyed by it, but getting to the point where you start physically reacting, like that, has to. Do something and you know notice all the stories that we told we were all children like <laughs> and yeah. 11 12 years old so you have all that testosterone you have all that stuff where you want to like you're just angry all the time you just want to like i don't even know what to do with my hands right you're just a kid you're just running into shit and doing jumping off stuff and being weird that's one thing but like tommy fans have grown adult you know he's like he's older than i am i think he's 35 34 35 something yeah. like that yeah. so like you know better this is the same thing with the donaldson thing you know you can't hit him. Like, you know you can't hit him. And I get you want to, but as an adult, you know you can't. You know, you he had to, like, I don't know if he even appealed the three-game suspension um, or if he just uh, set out the all three games. Yeah, he, so I had to he know said he, here, he, he said he agreed with it. Okay, so I mean, if you were in any other job, some sort of, you know, uh, I guess recognition or... or um, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, being conscious of your own actions, I guess, knowing that, okay, I, I deserve to be suspended because I hit this guy. 
but also letting it get to that point, letting it bother you this much that we're now eight months after the fact that we're talking October. Right. Yeah. You know, like that's ludicrous to get that mad yeah. for that long. Dallas, you said something uh, if he was to work in a regular job. Would you say that? Yeah. I mean, if he was like at State Farm or something, like he could have been arrested for slapping his colleague like that. <laughs> like, yeah. In any other job. Like, I mean, this you is. You were a- in a hospital. Let's just say a doctor walked up to you, yes. smacked you across the grill. He's like, I didn't like what you were saying in the Slack. That's an, that's an app that people use for like inner work messaging. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. But it's like, a, yeah, I heard you talking shit in the Slack and he just cracks you in the jaw. Like, bro, first of all, we're fighting. And second of all, you're going to jail. That reminds me, did you guys see that video that came out? I think it was a couple weeks ago. So it's old now, but it was like a flight or a guy working at an airport, working behind the counter at the airport. Yeah. And he gets into like a physical altercation with the, with the guy in line. The guy happened to be like an ex NFL player, right? So the, the dude working at, like, the TSA or whatever comes around the corner and, like, smacks the NFL player in the mouth and then, like, gets in his face. So then naturally the NFL player knocks him out and it's you know, yeah. hilarious. But, like, so obviously the guy got fired. So it's a Dallas's point. Like, if you do this in the real world, you get fired. You can't just put your hands on people. Right. But baseball's like, hey, you sit out three games. Time out. Sit in, in your million-dollar locker room and you do nothing, and you sit on your hands and you do nothing. Rich people live a different you know, world, man. You know, in fairness, well, just to say, Ben, you're right. Tommy Fam is 34 years old. So, yeah. yes, he is a grown adult. But then uh, um, he's only hitting 217. He only has three home runs. He's well past his he's, time now. He's playing for the Reds. It's like, I mean, his suspension is this whole year. So <laughs> he's getting he's getting suspended by having to cash a paycheck that says Cincinnati Reds on it. So that's too um, A quick last uh, question about this: If you were how how much of a how much damage? Does Tommy Fam do to his possibility of getting traded to a, a decent team or have a career pass this year? He's already hitting badly. Does this damage his possibility of a future career, or is this just like another blip on his uh, resume? I think his playing is bad for him. I mean, yeah, should. What'd you say, though? Nobody's going to trade prospects for him. No, I mean, and, and to the point that uh, Jake and I were talking about earlier, he's, he's only batting, you know, 200 or whatever, 214. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, I think it's safe to say that he was probably at the end of his career anyways. Yeah. I don't know what a low 200s hitter is going to bring you, like bring a playoff team. I don't know why you would trade for him in the first place. Um, but if he were to hit the open market, dude, he might get a minor league deal next year get, with like a spring training invite, some shit like that. But they're like, hey, we'll kick the tires, see if there's anything left, you know, for a team like, let's say, the Pirates. Or that's why the Reds bring him in. Like, we're bad. Right. If we can do something, if you know, he, if he can do something for us, maybe to your point, we can flip him for something down the line. But I think, A, his production being so low is what hurts him the most because teams will overlook – 
a lot of shit in order <laughs> yeah. to bring yeah. in talent. Like, and granted, that's changed recently over the years, but like Trevor Bauer's out of baseball for two years, right? Essentially, he's he was gone, gone yeah. all last year. Basically, he's going to miss a significant portion of this year. But Odubel uh, Herrera on the Phillies, and yeah. I believe there was someone else too who are still. Uh, oh, Chapman, like Rolls Chapman, got yeah. in trouble for spouse stuff, like spousal abuse, and yet they're still actively playing, and Trevor Bauer's not. So it's like baseball's a weird, hypocritical jungle of like punishments and stuff, and it's hard to determine what's what's right. But I think, yeah, I think to answer your question though, I think Fam, uh, the fact that he's 34, probably going to be 35 by the time next season starts, yeah. he will just not get an opportunity because he's at the tail end of his career. Yeah. More so than this, more so than yeah. just bitch slapping Jack Jack Peterson. But. I will I will say this of of all the stupid storylines that baseballs come out with. For some reason, this has hit the like culture. Like this become just news in general. Like people are like relating to being angry over something so frivolous or fantasy football. So in some ways, this is like good PR for baseball that people are talking about. I don't. Yeah, I mean, obviously never condoning it. Because again, you're an adult. You're a freaking adult. Stop hitting people. Seems easy. That's something you teach kindergarten. Stop hitting people. Right. Um, Yeah, but I mean, I get that you've like you might, uh, so fantasy football is a billion dollar industry. I mean, it is bigger than some sports, like with the amount of yeah. money that they're bringing in yearly and stuff. So it is, it is a big deal. And like I said, if you're a pro athlete, you're putting significant money on the line in order to play in this league or whatever, right? I would assume, again, I don't know the exact details, and I'm sure players don't want to divulge how much money because that makes them look bad in a sense, yeah. right? But yeah. I don't think Tommy Pham's going to be in the league again this year. You know, so this is just a shout out to uh, Jack Peterson. If you need a, a champion in your in your league, um, I'll take a small loan of a million dollars, and I will uh, join your league and bring home another one of those. There we go. That's very good. So. You know, I do want to hit third base real quick, and this is because the first topic has to do with a team that Dallas, that before the season started, picked to win the AL West. Yep, that's it's the Seattle Mariners. And, that's right. And during and during this week, the Mariners were eight games under five hundred. Right. So they take your pick. Is it time to panic? Oh, no. Or, or, or do you still believe in Dell? Stay patient. Just be patient. Not even in just not even in June yet. May thirty first. A lot of lot of playing time. Uh, it's June first, my guy. Yeah. No, it's in it. Is it May thirty first? Tomorrow, when the video if, comes out. If, if you see the graphic, it says. I see that, whatever. but I'm I'm reading the actual date. All right. Look, I, June first. What year is this? Nineteen ninety six. You dork. I got a. It's got a calculator. You stuff. too. 
Isn't that cool? Hey guys, I have, I have a, I have a phone right here. At all it's, times. A, it's a, it's a Fitbit. All right. I'm sorry. Dude, my Fitbit right. would have quit working. It would have been like, you need to get off the couch. You're three dead. months ago. <laughs> three months right. ago. So, so doubt not time to panic. So you're sticking, sticking with them. Hundred percent. All right, Ben. What do you think? Panic or no? I was never a big fan of the Mariners, um, even from our just audio versions of the conver- of our uh, podcast when we were doing that. Yeah. I was not on board the Mariners uh, bandwagon. So this is right about where I expected. Um, but I also did make two wild accusations and, and predictions <laughs> that are very clearly not going to come true. So I can't fault Dallas too much. What's um, what's that? What's that? The Cubs, the Cubs, ninety-seven wins. And oh. the Rangers winning the AL West. Um, hey, the Rangers are one game under 500. That's right, baby. Or, or two games under. That's I'm right, sorry. baby. We're still better than the Mariners. Um, yep. So we it's won't finish tight. last. We won't finish last. Tight race um, for, for last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and you will have to put a side bet on who finishes last. <laughs> who finishes in last place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, realistically, though, I was never high on the Mariners. I didn't think they had the offense. Um, to compete, so that's yeah. that's my thing. But yeah, so they're they're right about where I was. So I would say not time to panic because uh, he was never this is where I thought you would be. But I would say this: if you are the Mariners who you thought you were going all in, oh, maybe sure. you didn't. Maybe you thought we're we're trying. I would say panic, panic. Trade some guys to whatever, especially if you're. I mean, you're already eight games under. So I was going to ask you this: At what point would they have to make a move to decide if they're buyers or sellers? Like if they're third in the West at the All Star break, right around five hundred, knowing that the Astros and Angels are probably going to be way ahead. Do you, or do you just say, you know, fuck it, I'm going to be a seller and you know move Ray, move whatever pieces you can, get some minor leaguers in there? Or you just ride it out, try to buy something? The problem with uh, being just 500 in the AL is that you are not going to make the playoffs. Like Too many good teams. 500, you have to be like, I would say if you're 10 games over 500 at the break, you have a chance, but you're not getting, like right now, the Angels are in second place, and they have their what, like, I think ten plus games over five hundred, and they're in second place, and they're the last place uh, wild card team. Like they're not. Yeah. So you have to be great, or you have to be up way above or above average. So I think it's time to panic if you're the Mariners. But the problem is you have to stick with this team. And if they don't turn around, then, yeah, then you trade some players away. But all their big players that they just signed, they have uh, massive contracts. They have uh, big money coming, and it's going to be hard to want to trade uh, for someone who's going to be $20-plus million a year. You're going to want a lot back, and they're not going to be able to get that from anyone. So... I kind of just see it as like panic, but you can't really do much. Uh, and yeah, you yeah. know, we actually did talk about this next one in uh, our group chat. There's no memes, 
making fun of each other yet. But yeah, in, this yeah. group, in this group chat, uh, the Nike City Connect jerseys came out. And uh, something that we were talking about was uh, there were two Nike City Connect jerseys that came out at the exact same time. They're yeah, pretty- so I guess the Angels one was leaked. It, the Angels one was supposed to get like a big reveal like the Rockies, but, hmm. you know, the internet. Yeah. So the question I had is kind of the same question I put on the group chat, which is here, I'll, I'll put up so we can kind of look at it together. This, uh, so we have this Rockies jersey in this Angels jersey. So this is the Rockies City Connect jersey and this is the Angels. And then if I want to next one. So this is the mock-up for what the Angels wants to look like. This is the trout on the right and on the left you have Blackman in the Rocky City Connect. So Ben, I know you said you were you were more in favor of the Rockies. Are you still <clears throat> yeah. leaning that way? So I hadn't seen this new picture of Trout here. I only saw the first one that I had sent you of them sitting on the water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it looks white in the one on the right, like white and red. I think it's like but that cream. looks more cream now. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. So I think it looks better being cream and red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the white and red, like I thought the white and red was just kind of boring. I'm not a fan of the number on the front of the jersey there, like yeah. in the little diamond. I know the Rockies obviously have the world's biggest number on the front of their jersey. But <laughs> right. my whole thing on the Rockies is I love the purple and the purple and green as a color combination is so rarely used that it's a yeah, good have a, combination. Hat. Good and rock yeah, they have uh, purple pinstripes going down their pant legs too. There and yeah, on the downside of their jerseys, and um, and the Nike sign is purple too. Yes, yeah. So I think the Rockies, yeah, that might be one of my favorites that they've come out with yet. And I do like the Angels, like I said, more now that I realize that it's cream and red. Yeah. Um, I yeah, still yeah. think the Giants one is probably the worst. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, that was like with the faded orange logo. It's all white. It's just it yeah. looks fine. Um, well, obviously, well, I bought the Cubs uh, hat yesterday, the Cubs City Connect hat, which was yeah, dope. Um, but yeah, I'm going, I'm going Rockies on this one. So Dallas, what do you, what do you think? I uh, like the Rock. I mean, the Rockies is bolder for sure. It's, um, uh, it's just a nicer use of color. Um, but the Angels kind of brings like a little classic vibe to it, and I also I agree with Ben. I like the cream. Uh, over the white because if it were just white and red it'd be like well, why'd y'all even bother like yeah the, same the, the font on the angel is cool though the more yeah. i'm looking at it the way that the kind of letters blend yeah. together like that yeah. i like so them both like but cursive but not really yeah i like that um i'd rock the angels i like the angels yeah you know uh i i showed these to ellie my wife and ellie kind of pointed out the rockies one is a great artistic take the angels not only fans of the team like hardcore fans but then like extended you know bitches baseball fans would be more drawn to want to get the angels one as opposed to the rockies one the one thing i would say is that i would wear the angels jersey way over the 
the the Rockies one. So I think that's yeah. kind of where I'm at is that I like the artistic choices of, of the Rockies. I can't believe it, but I'm making that statement about uniforms. <laughs> but uh, the Rockies one looks better, but yeah. every actually wearing it, I, I like the ancient one. Yeah. And you know what? Ellie, Ellie did point out she's from California or, you know, lived the majority of her life out there. She said that what she loves the most about that Angel's picture that leaked <clears throat> was that she left that they just took this picture at the beach. Yeah. Like, right. why are you at the beach? You don't have to do this. And granted, the Rockies are, I think it's from looking at this picture right there they have mountains behind them too so it's not like they're i'm sure they didn't go to the mountains though they probably just put a big screen behind them and edited it i don't know that that looks good i'm not it it does i'm not sure all right so (laughs) so we're gonna cut from that real quick all right so i think we're we're there uh together uh, but I do want to have I do have one last one, and that has to do with there are so many national broadcasting uh, broadcast baseball games nowadays. It's kind of I mean I like it because you have more access to all these teams across the league that you may not be able to watch uh, yeah. that often. More exposure. But, yeah. So not only for fans, but you know, casual fans or you know whoever, yeah. but. Uh, I sent you guys a list. So they have Wednesday night games, they have Friday night games, Saturday night games, and then Sunday they have a morning game and then an evening game. So I don't know if you got a a chance to look at that list, but I I wanted to ask us which national broadcast game do we want to watch this week? So I'm just going to start by saying the Cubs have two games they have saturday against the cardinals saturday night that's the second of their double header so but that's on fox and then they have sunday night game on espn against the cardinals so i'm just gonna say we would default pick that yeah i was going to or one of those but i would say from those games those national broadcast games what other game looks the most appealing to watch so to me, the most appealing game is actually going to air from when this releases later today. So Wednesday at 7 p.m. It's the Angels at the Yankees. Yep. And that's really just because you always want to see Shohei Otani and Mike Trout playing Yankee Stadium against yep. the number one team. They're both great this year. I Granted, it's on FS1, so I'm not exactly sure what that's going to look like. But either way, that that game, I think, is the most appealing game to watch. What do you guys think? I'd have to agree with you. Uh, uh, Ouch. Of the the list of games I was looking at. uh, Yeah, like, it just seems like it's going to be the most fun to watch, at least. Angels and and the Yankees. Yeah, especially um, especially for people that don't watch baseball all the time, that'd, that'd be a good one. Right. Right. For excluding the two Cubs games, right. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like I, would, watching... I don't have Apple TV, but I would pick Braves and Rockies. Mm. Uh, just because Why? I picked Braves to win the NL East. Mm. And so I like keeping an eye on them, just like seeing them. And anytime you get a, you know get a chance to see Acuna play or, or any of them guys, you know, you take it. Yeah. Look at it. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. I mean, it's going to be in Coors Field, so maybe they'll be – I don't know about their schedule wearing those Connect jerseys, but if they were able to wear that in a national broadcast, that'd be fun. I don't think it's this weekend, but if it is, yeah, I'll pick that one just to see it. So, Let me give you guys the opportunity to explain to everybody why they have these Connect jerseys. What's Money. that about? Money. Ah, that's what's like that. a couple years ago. They started letting Here's... players put nicknames on the back of their jersey. Yeah, just yeah. for another reason for you to spend two hundred dollars to buy an El Mago jersey. Gotcha. So, so Ben has that hat. I have a, a City Connect hat. It's not this one, but I have it upstairs. Yeah, it's just money, just capitalism. Capitalism. Beautiful. In, 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 in fairness, soccer jerseys internationally, they have a new jersey. They have at least one new jersey every year. And that's also, in, in, in domestically, they have at least one new jersey every year. So yeah. out of, they usually have three jerseys total. And then one of those three, they cycle out. So you have a new one every year. And then if your sponsor changes, it's a brand new jersey, so all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, I mean, they're not playing with their alternate alternate jerseys in baseball anymore, which I hate because those jerseys were awesome. I oh, love it when I see the Devil Rays. Um, oh, that the Devil Rays. I forgot, you're a big fan of the Devil. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. double fan. Jake, favorite hockey team? New Jersey Devils. You're right. Man, so right. I don't, I don't watch hockey, so I'm sorry. Yo, speaking of hockey, do you guys remember how great Wayne Gretzky 3D hockey used to be? It's on the N64. The goalie would turn into a brick wall sometimes, or you could slap shot a puck into him and then have the like whole net collapse down on top of him. Incredible. They don't make games like they used to, man. <laughs> that was. Well, they don't make as many games anymore. They make like one or two. You get one NHL game, one NFL game. Yeah. Yeah. They really narrowed that down. Monopolies. Horrible. Horrible. All right. So, so Dallas and I, Angels and Yankees, and Ben, you want to watch the Braves and Rockies? So, yeah. So, we'll check on that. Uh, next week and we'll see how, how those games are. So I'll also post those national broadcast games to our uh, Instagram so you guys can see everything that's listed. So if you guys want to, you can check them out there. Um, so, you know what? Let's uh, round third base. Let's just head home. Instead of doing a weekly take on the sports team, because I think we all agree most Chicago teams right now are either average or bad. So why don't we just do this? Why don't we say, what's one thing you got going this next week that you're excited for? So I'll start just because, you know, 
it's a brand new thing I'll start us off. So uh, one new thing I'm excited for uh, this week is this will sound lame. I'm looking forward to an off day, which is Sunday. I have to work out six days a week for this therapy program I'm doing. I have to work out six days a week. So I'm just looking forward to a Sunday where I can just sit back and just relax. It's simple as that. So nice. Uh, Dallas, what do you what do you got going this week? Uh, Kendra and I have been ordering uh, and picking up some records. Uh, I've been getting mm. back into listening to those, so I'm looking forward to just relaxing and checking them out. Any particular one you like? Um, well, we just got an Amy Winehouse in yesterday. Um, mm. so. We'll probably throw that one on. Check it out. Today. She's a member of the Twenty Seven Club. Is she? Yes. What it's is not that? a good club. She, she, she died, died at Twenty Seven. Is that a big Her, club? Hendrix, like a bunch of famous yeah. musicians, all died at the age of Twenty Seven. Yeah. Hmm. Well, weird. I don't think Stouts. R.I.P. Anyone else? Stouts just bringing down the house. <laughs> all right. All right, so Ben, what do you got going this week? Uh, I'm trying to think. Probably nothing. What do we have? What's tomorrow? What's today? Today's Tuesday? Yeah. Did, did, yeah. This, that Yesterday being a holiday? Jack me up. Yeah. I'm like a day yeah. behind. I keep thinking today's Monday. Um, Feels like it. Nothing, probably. I'll probably head into Homewood or, or something. I feel like I have something to do. Oh, Dave's coming over Friday. We're going to record. Nice. Um, Cool. Yeah, so we'll have a new episode out next week for that. Or maybe this week. I don't know. I'm just putting them out when I record them. There's no set time. Yeah. But cool. Um, so, yeah, he'll be in town Friday night, I think. And we'll end up recording. So. That'd be fun. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be- All right, so you know what? what? I, I know this is, we had some technical difficulties in the beginning, and then we had some in the middle. But Thankfully, we haven't had any recently, so let's end on a good note. There we go. So we're going to end this week. Just, uh, you know what? Actually, before we end, Ben, you haven't done it. Who's I do. Your favorite number twenty-four. Oh, I've been thinking about it all day. It's got to be. It's got to be Willie, right? It's got to be Willie. Willie Mays. That's it. That's In good my one. opinion, he's the best baseball player ever. So Willie Mays. What about you? Um, to be honest, I didn't think about it until I literally right. said it. So shout out to McNeil because his pick would be Griffey. Right. Manny Ramirez, guys. Come on. All right. Dallas taking Manny. Jake scraping the bottom of the 24 barrel here. I have no, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, All right. Dale. So now you got to give me two people for 25 next week. All right. That, that's fine. I'll, I'll do that. All right. So we're going to end episode 24 of the On a Family Base podcast. My name is Jake. I'm Ben. And I'm Ron Burgundy. No, terrible. Too old. I'm Jeff. Eh. Jeff. George. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. All right. I'm also. Awesome. All right. So. On that great note, we'll end.
We'll see you guys next week. If you guys have watched all the way to the end, just subscribe. If you're watching this, we have this new setup. If you're listening, go to YouTube, check out our new setup uh, for everything that we're going to have for our broadcast uh, recordings. So, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.